welcome to desi return diaries embracing home again the podcast that shares personal journeys and expert insights on returning to india i'm your host avinash pedi here to guide and inspire you on your desi return journey hello everyone welcome to another episode of desi return today we have shravan and tejasvi on our show shravan and tejasvi have lived in us for almost close to 9 and 1/2 years and decided to move back to india i'm really excited to talk to their journey uh, about what triggered and how they transitioned uh, in india uh, so looking forward to the show with that welcome shravan and tejasvi today thank you avinash thank you avinash thank you for having us today great Uh, so let's get started uh, with a little bit of your background. Um, so maybe you can talk a little bit about um, your academic, professional background. Uh, what made you to move to US, and also the trigger points where that triggered the decision to move back to India, and uh, that would be a good start. I'll go first. Okay. Um, Two thousand eight graduate, based out of Hyderabad. I studied in Vasavi College of Engineering. So I worked in US in India for about three and a half years. Not a great time, to be honest, because two thousand eight was a year of recession, one of the deepest or lowest points uh, at um, in the market at that time. So that was my trigger, to be honest. So uh, my three and a half years were not so great. and i really wanted to change my career path because i was kind of uh, backward in where i was back in the time so i thought changing it doing masters and just change that change in my gears would help me so that was my trigger point back then um so i graduated from cbit in 2010 again based out of hyderabad completely uh, i was working with cognizant for pretty much 3 years from 2009 uh, yeah. to 2013 and again uh, so i went to college not for computer science or it but i went for biotechnology so when i got ca- uh, placed on campus i joined my job with cognizant so i always felt out of place and i felt a masters degree would really help uh, me to get into shape with regards to an it industry so that's the reason i went in 2013 august uh, to do my masters and then life just happened yeah great to be honest it was not like i have to do masters to get a masters degree but it was all about uh, getting to a, a different place where i could just change my career course and for who would not be excited to do uh, masters in a different country especially in usa so i'm no special in that regards great so both of you went uh, for your masters and after that i think you have uh, worked there for a few years um and uh, what is the motivation or the trigger points to move back to india um uh, i believe coming back to india was always on the cards the very first conversation uh, me and shravan had uh, it was the thing like he asked like i always want to go back to india uh, do you want to come or do you want to reside here i'm like no i am not the one who want to reside back i just want to come back to so that was like first thing so it was always on the cards one of the trigger points was okay so this is also a thing where we should keep in uh, and be motivated that this is a temporary stay because you would feel much more safe at home than here we are here temporarily so it's it, it just 
planted into our brains even more deeper. So, right, I, I'm using these words because it's not a political conversation, but it's just two common people who face that little pain. Yeah. Uh, so the second trigger came when the COVID happened to all of us. Uh, I know such terrible times, right? So it happened to us in 2020. Um, so we were having a baby. I was pregnant. We were going to have a baby and all that. So we were planning our life at that point. We were asking so many questions like how uh, we were expecting a bad recession like 2008, to be honest. Uh, so we thought one of us might be losing, losing a job. And then we were like, how many months can we survive? We asked all these important questions to us and we were discussing our finances and we said we can survive for six months with our savings and then one of us will find a job and all that. So when we asked all of those questions, it definitely um, made us think that what is actually stopping us, like in this foreign country, we can live. We are confident of living without, when we both of us lose the jobs, uh, then also we could actually live. We have that confidence then why, what is just holding us uh, from going back to India and starting a life there, right? That was like yeah. a big, huge moment uh, for us. And also, there were so many uncertainties at that point in 2020. And I think it is definitely my pregnancy hormones uh, that uh, I was just thinking way too much. And um, what if something happens to parents and I can't even, I don't even want to use those words. What if I don't get a chance to even look at them? You know, if something terrible happens, I want to be there for them. I want them to be there for me all these uh, thoughts just came naturally to us yeah. yeah and and in continuation of it i also told to teja these were literally my words okay i think we are speaking the right conversations and on to sum it up i don't want to die here that's not what i signed up for yeah. so so let's make a decision anyways we are discussing so uh, honestly so openly i think we are at that point so why don't we start thinking in that direction Right. So from there on, our every walk, every evening walk, morning walk, afternoon walk was just full of those conversations that we were sooner or sooner getting towards a decision. One one fine day, within a few days from there, we just declared to our best friends that we are thinking to move. Then we're looking at six to 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> I, it just came out of nowhere for our friends too. Yeah. Um, and right. also remember, uh, there was this one conversation. I think this is very important to tell uh, for, some, for everybody else to listen as well. So uh, Shavan said one day, okay, let's move in a couple of months. And I was like, no, 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 I want to go, but I don't want to go. It, okay, I initiated the conversation about my parents and all that, but I was like, no, 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 I don't want to go. I was like, we just had a baby. Uh, at that point, we just had her. Uh, it was like just a couple of months. Uh, so I said, maybe we should make some more money for her, uh, some more money for our daughter. And then he, he asked, tell me a number. And I couldn't come up with that number. I honestly couldn't come up with that number. And that was a real, really honest moment of realization of, I know it will sound philosophical when I talk about all this, like how much, uh, you know, how much, uh, how, what is the word? How much you want in life, yeah. uh, how much you have attachment to the worldly possessions and all that. I couldn't just come up with number. He said, yeah, we have enough for her. It's okay. We, I think you will never feel good enough. You've never, you'll never feel that you have enough wealth for her. So in that, we our life cannot be just lost. Yeah. So those were his words, and that was very important for our decision. Yes. Okay. And and we also said this thing like this is not end of our life. It's not like we'll stop earning from here on. I know the earning will slow down, but it is not end of the life. Like it is not like end of our earning era. It it will be different. Yeah. And we said that. 
yeah and, for sure yeah i think to sum it up i think sounds to me it's the security the closeness to the family to be around and uh, uh, and to your point i think you know there is never a good time to make a decision right it's always maybe we might need to have x maybe the kid is growing up they might be at that certain age i mean whatever it could be there is always uh, something else but um, you know you just have to define when it's the right moment uh, because every time is the right moment or every time is not the right moment it just depends on how we look at it uh, to what you have said earlier every story is different right each person's motivation is completely different i had one of my friend who left to india because he just said i'm so motivated by my father's uh, construction uh, business that i just i don't want to work here i just want to go and join that and he left so every story is different and i think this this was our story uh, i won't extend on this one but one last point is we were also having some kind of career crisis or you could say career identity and h1b was holding up because mm-hmm. i mean we are in the middle of the career and we really wanted to change get, things up get towards the up, management right? and h1b and uh, uh, we we grew up completely in the eastern side of the usa um, there are philosophies around how people are in the east versus to the west we somehow wanted to you know um, change the tracks right and h1b generally doesn't give that so that was also motivation what if we go back to the place where we belong where every single company that we actually think of are probably already there in hyderabad so you are not chained by uh, by your visas, visas or by your right. citizenship so that gave a big boost for us yes right we should have actually go back and start thinking of uh, an, uh, a completely different uh, career all the restrictions that were uh, applicable no more apply to you yeah definitely i think um, the restrictions that you would have with the visa is no longer applicable right i mean any of these companies could be an option and there are a lot of several companies uh, with that that is a good transition to uh, understand uh, maybe from a career transition right and also maybe uh, you have spent a good amount of time in india like you know worked before you left the us and then maybe after you come back working in us uh trying to understand the differences in terms of the work culture that's one question and uh, the second one is uh, how about the career transition did you transfer within your own company both uh, you uh, tejasvi and uh, shravan or did you apply from us or did you apply after coming to india i think that would be a common question for a lot of people who are aspiring to come back uh, i think these two things would definitely shed some light uh, for somebody who is thinking more from a career like you know opportunities the work culture yeah. uh, all that i think that would be very helpful that is true um i can go uh, all right so on this one the best advice is to think of transfer i got a transfer but honestly my my transfer is much more um, easier because it's a very smaller uh, company so the conversations get easier and it just becomes okay you're here you want to work from there how do we work it out right but i think there are a lot of companies where the indian counterparts are there so my best advice is to uh, go for that option because searching for jobs from usa to in india being on the hiring side i myself right now do the recruitment being on the hiring hiring side or for the hr it's just it's just not easy to to convince the hiring manager that this profile is 
across the border and you want you may want that to the know. person is actually moving right. because from what we understand i mean it's a general knowledge that companies put in a lot of effort to interview one person and provide him an offer uh, already the indian market is like one person gets an offer and then he uses that offer to negotiate with the different companies so that yeah. is the that is something which actually goes on the market so in this situations it is like very difficult for people to believe that someone who was living in another country wants to move back wants to come and take up this job offer so people are usually not interested to take the interviews of yeah. such people but again you come here you save up for 2 3 to 2 to 3 months i mean everybody does that 2 to 3 months and then you can definitely find a job in those 3 months yes and uh, with that coming to my job part um, the company which i was working for doesn't have an indian counterpart and because it was a finance company they were not interested to let me work from home and also it is a very difficult situation for me coming back to india and i didn't want i really wanted to take a couple of years break uh, given my health condition and all that that was the postpartum and all that uh, you know uh, after the baby and all that so i voluntarily uh, made a choice of not going back to a job and also i was pursuing business at that time so uh, my story is a bit different and i don't think my answer will help uh, what exactly i did but yeah in the in the job i voluntarily did that and i was exploring business uh, those two years right that's right what's that Um, maybe just to sum it up a little bit i think uh, just uh, so that it's it's helpful for the audience um so i think the transition between the uh, intercompany is always the best one if it's available yeah. uh, if not i think uh, people have mentioned i think several people i think as uh, what tejasvi was uh, mentioning earlier people after coming back to india they would be able to find a job uh, within 2 to 3 months i mean there's a lot of uh, opportunities for somebody who has experience working in us and that they can bring that uh, you know expertise and also the opportunities that are available in india uh, it is not hard to find a job opportunity uh, in india uh, within you know short period so uh, i know uh, it's a little bit um, uncertain you know before the move but uh, i think in terms of uh, the opportunities in terms of your experience there is a lot of demand Uh, for those kind of profiles in india so i just want to underline that uh, particular emphasize that particular statement about uh, you know the opportunities and the possibilities of obtaining a job after moving back uh, with right. that i think we can go back to the uh, the conversation on the work uh, culture or anything that you want to add on there so just just a point to round off whatever you said right so why is it still a very good option to come here without job and right into the 3 months is the fact that you are available immediately companies hate to wait for 60 to 90 days which is the indian market right every person's notice period is 60 to 90 days and companies hate to wait for them there is no guarantee that they will join actually in reality so when you come here and you are available as an immediate joiner with so yeah. much of wealthy experience it's actually it changes the tables you would be the front runner among the applicants yeah so a lot of uh, people who are moving back back do not know this information keep that in their head that oh i have to find a job before i come but it's not really that scary to be honest just maybe to expand on that maybe because you are in the indian market you know with all these opportunities how easy is it to find a job equivalent uh, when i say equivalent to what they have been working so it's not like they are downscaling you know at least they can find a job opportunity to their level to their experience what they have been doing in us uh, so can you say that 
the opportunities are same or good um, uh, in India, like, you know, the thing that we're talking about, it's easy to find a job within two to three months. So just wanted to uh, confirm that yeah, from your perspective. So if you're working with the companies which are, which have the business counterparts in USA, Germany, et cetera, and then you do it in India, some jobs may not make the cut to India, especially those which are customer facing business centric, for example, product management, the upper uh, levels in that department still stay close to the actual job market. Whereas in India, ideally it's a development center or a center of excellence, what, what most of the people call them, right? So on the engineering side, it's going to be equal. That's all I can say. Again, okay. let's not talk about salaries and all salaries. We know it. The usual formula is one third, somewhere between one third to half of your US salary could be a good benchmark. But if, if we're looking at the same titles and all, a lot of it is similar, but there will be some, some changes in how the Indian dynamics work because we don't actually serve the market. We only serve the expertise the uh we are the center of excellence where we build this for the product companies based on that but then there are a lot of india level product companies serving indian markets or indian uh, businesses serving the indian markets or the services right so then i i am not speaking on behalf of those companies because i work for product company but i there are plenty of opportunities which fit to your experience that much i can say got it yeah, can you uh, shed some lights or insights on the work culture, like you know, before moving to US and after coming back from US after like you know a decade, right? Things mm -hmm. might have changed, so definitely it would be a good to give a perspective for the audience. Uh, I think this I'll take this one too because yeah. Tejas is still searching. Um, she's 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 in the market right now looking for jobs. So um, for the, for, it's been two years for me now, right? Um, and only one company has exposure. So I really hope my answer fits only to uh, the product companies. That's how it is to be seen. And uh, again, it could be same. So one thing is a lot of the culture probably has changed. Uh, people are a lot more uh, proactive. Um, and the hierarchical uh, representation where I don't see uh, people uh, feeling a little more uh, underconfident if, you are, if they are low in hierarchy compared to high in hierarchy. That is uh, has gotten more better to uh, ten years ago. How where I was when I was in India. Um, again, it may be still existent in some companies, but definitely I'm not seeing in my company for sure. I can say that much. And um, the work-life balance is is very good at least uh, when it comes to um, my type of company setup. And it's all because most of the companies these days are, we have this process called agile based of development, right? So so then yes, that that is that is still good. What the, the only problem is about how you manage your time because you tend to serve the EST or the PST based companies in USA or the uh, even the European companies. So there is always this evening window in India, which you somehow have to figure it out. So that challenge is something you cannot escape from, something you have to keep in your mind. If you're going to equate that to your work-life balance, then probably you would not be happy forever. So it, 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 it's, it's a business decision in your mind you have to make. Either you work in a 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. company, but a lot of our Indian companies serve the U.S. market or the European market. 
European markets are still good, but in, uh, so that part is something you have to make up your mind for, for sure. I want to add something. One of my colleagues said when I was working in US, he said, I was just complaining about the weather in Pennsylvania. Like it's very terribly cold. I don't like it and all that. So he just said that if you don't like a weather, you just change the place. You know, you go to a different state and maybe it is for your liking. So I would say the same thing. If you don't like the timings or of any particular company, right. take some time, take six months, one year, figure it out and move to a company where it is to your liking. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that should be something something that should stop you Absolutely. from coming Absolutely. back. But I think the key point is more of uh, just to keep it in the back of the mind about that uh, meeting schedule or the company type, you know, just people to be aware of it when they're making a decision to take a job or uh, an yeah. opportunity with the company. So what I observed is a lot of people unknowingly extend their hours where you could actually manage your own calendar in, in a way you could do it. They unknowingly extend those evening hours and then attribute it towards work-life balance. Got but the things that you get in India because of all the additional help you get at home, some of your work-life balance is much better than when compared to USA because when you go back to home in USA, you have all the household chores to work on, right? So, right. It, yeah. so there are there are other ways that India is compensating. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think that's very helpful. Uh, maybe we can switch gears a little bit. Uh, I think you mentioned that you had a little one just uh, before the move, and uh, uh, you know, kudos to you know doing this big relocation uh, with a little one. Especially, it's hard just by itself, and uh, you know, when you have to manage it with uh, you know months-old baby, it's even like you know uh, much more challenging. So let's talk about some of these logistics. If I heard you correctly like i think you mentioned about six to 12 months once you made a decision and then you moved um uh, so uh let's talk through some logistics of the relocation itself like you know whether it's the uh, packaging selling home cars mobile i mean all that stuff like i think let's talk through some details that if we can share so uh so the first thing we tried to find was about the shipping companies when we wanted to move so we made our stuff into few piles. So one was the pile which we are taking to India, uh, which included, we did not carry any furniture. If those details are important or not, I'm not sure. But yeah, uh, we we, de uh, we decided not to carry the furniture and all that. So we made a key pile that was coming with us to India. And in that pile, we had two categories. One which is going through shipment because we are uh, stuff that we are okay with, even if it takes six months. And then few of the stuff we were taking it with us. So that was one. And then there was a donation pile which we were donating. And then there was some stuff which we're trying to sell. And then we paid additionally for 11 bags as yeah. well. Uh, so I know the shipping costs varies and this baggage costs vary um, time to time. So please do check when you're making the travel. <laughs> uh, no, it was worth it to, to come with 20 bags and then start your life immediately. That mm -hmm. was yeah. worth it. It's yeah. definitely a good one. And then cool. so um and also for selling the stuff, we did uh, mostly we did like Facebook marketplace, WhatsApp groups, and all that. That's yeah. also a question. And also, what was that other app that we used? And uh, that's right. Yeah. Offer up or something. Again, this is a sometimes some common questions about people how to sell. Yeah. Uh, that's but, a uh, really thanks. good deeper in each of it. Yeah. But we sold at reasonable prices. I mean, our yeah. focus was selling early, so we didn't. We sold at uh, good prices, so people were like lining up, and it took less than thirty days to clear a home. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. So thanks for sharing. I think there is one point that I might wanted to um, 
you know uh, elaborate a little bit uh, i think you mentioned about a decision to sell your house instead of you know uh, renting it out uh, which is very important i think you know some people also ask these questions about you know can we rent it out can we sell it so i think you know it's individual decision and the other key point that i wanted to highlight there was i think you decided to sell it before your move and then i think you rented a place you know before the final move right so that's another important point because people might be a little bit more stressed out if they're trying to sell the house as well as getting ready to relocate at the same time yeah. uh, it, it's 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 a dual uh, like you know uh, <laughs> sword kind of a thing you have to pick what your uh, preferences whether you wanted to you know be in a, a temporary house for a couple of months instead of like you know stressing out towards the end or you know take it as it goes uh, so i just want to mention that yeah. so it is generally easy you can actually have the selling terms in such a way that when you make a sale you can say i'm going to stay in this house for another three months you can do the yeah. closing but because we had so many offers we had to pick the best offer where we actually counter offer that okay we're going to make it in one month yeah. so that we got the best price and because of that we decided to move out and rented a one bhk for two months but uh, traveling since we were with the infant at that point of time i think that was a terrible idea uh, to actually do that yes we would have just negotiated to stay back in the house and then stay for just, another until, yeah, another until the travel days. date yeah, yeah yeah that would have been a smarter thing to do in the hindsight yeah yeah uh, we were with an infant and again it was like setting up a new life for those two months so it was difficult I think the key point there is maybe work out in a negotiation to be able to live there uh, on a rent for a couple of months so that, you know, you're not stressed out of selling the house and all that stuff. So, yeah, that's great. Um, maybe switching gears a bit now, I think um, uh, it's been, you know, a couple of years or more, you know, living in India. So yes. definitely uh, would be great to hear about uh, your experience living in India. Like, you know, you might have certain expectations before moving, you know, maybe uh, the things that you are planning to do or things that uh, you have concerns, you know, apprehensions or whatever. But once you come here, you know, things are great or things are not good. So I think it definitely would be good to share your experiences in terms of your uh, life in India and also anything that you miss in US, uh, you know, that would be very helpful. Um, I'll go first. Um, I'll again come back to the infant uh, thing because I was with an infant. It is really great. We could hire a full-time help, um, a full-time nanny and a cook and everything. And um, I, I especially got a lot of time to recover from uh, my birth, from giving birth to my child. Uh, so that was really awesome. That was that something which really worked out well, mm -hmm. uh, I would say. And then overall, I would say the work-life balance is much better here because after you come back to home, when you're working in US, you have a everything to handle like you have dishes to do you have house to clean you have to vacuum you have to do everything like there's a lot of things to do but coming back here i don't have to do all that chores so that was a very big relief yeah really really big relief for sure. both of us uh, i would say that as a work-life balance than just coming back home and working for yourself one more round uh, so that's the positive part i'll ask shaman to go with the positive part and then i'll come back to negative uh, <clears throat> so for me I don't know, we, we spoke before, Avnash, I, I said it's about the soul, right? So uh, the last two years have been absolutely wonderful. I haven't thought about, um, you know, uh, what life would have been in USA, nothing. So I think it was a, just like how when I went to US, I was all in the air, in the cloud, right? So I think it's the exact same experience what I've been having. I've been, been missing US as such. 
probably you know if you if, if we really have to pick some pointers maybe the road travel i'm not yet there but again i have a toddler right so the road travel right, right. or ஒருத்தங்களுக்குட்டிங் it uh, takes time to build new friends right? right. you are at a second half of your life right. where it is difficult to make friends so it takes time. right so that was one part it's and a big one to be honest right. you have to be very clear about what it is yeah. what it means to you uh, and i actually have to mention about this the positive part of coming back uh, it's how uh, as shaman mentioned earlier our soul lives here we thrive here that is the word i want to use we thrive here in this environment so all the um, all the social events that we have here all the festivals the festivities how do, how we do celebrate i i literally go ga, go gaga over everything that i am that kind of person i really enjoy i'm i derive energy from being around people um, so that is something i've been enjoying a lot and yeah. being close to family like being there uh, if i have a fever i have my mother running coming to me that, that is something which is really beautiful which i really miss okay. i'm definitely a pampered child uh, so i enjoy all that having okay. living close to the family and being yeah. close to your fellow country members i mean the way you go about when you step out it's now completely different it's not that we uh, cannot be as comfortable in in your say we are pretty comfortable but that's a completely different style and here yeah. when you step out speak to people wherever you are even when you're in a petrol bunk or in a restaurant or back here in the catered community yeah. the way you socialize it it just frees up your soul definitely i mean i think um, you know you can't find us in india or india in us yeah, i mean it's a different uh, places different countries uh, it's what you personally want to do right i think uh, you know for you me personally um i think you just move here and you don't think about um us you know in the sense like it never occurred you know you can't like compare things right i mean you know then you are setting yourself to uh, something else i mean you are you just headed to move to a place and there is a reason for that and then you just go with the flow i think uh, if you have something in the back of the mind there is always a, a reason for comparison and for disappointment just think about it right so when you left the us you just went with two bags and when we came back we came back with 40 bags and when you did not think too much when you went there i understand that's a, a advanced country and all but you went with very uh, least apprehensions so when we are coming back one of the things we have to ask is that are are, are you going to have same amount of determined are we determined to make it work because as round said we never thought like is this going to work is this how it is going to be right that's how we all so if you have a lot of apprehensions probably you should not yeah. but if you have very less apprehensions then you are well on the way to actually and, uh, and also something that helped in our case to not think about us and how life was supposed to be there uh, i think we did not set our foot on two different boats we were on one boat yeah. so we had yeah. no intention of going back we had we did not keep our house or we did not keep the options to go back open we were on h1b's which were open yeah but we were in waiting for the green card or anything other than we were like yeah we are we are going back maybe we'll try and go back we did not have that attitude we were yeah. like 
Hukokrook will make this work. Yeah. That's it, how it may work. not fit to everyone's palate. Yeah. Somebody else's lens, it may be stupid, but we were like, we're going back, we're going back. We're, we're going done back. with US. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, so determined and that makes it, you know, the transition much smoother. Yeah. Um, so I know we kind of touched several topics. Uh, I know uh, just to be mindful of the time. Uh, are there any topics that we haven't covered or anything that you would like to advise our audience, you know, who are thinking about or aspirating about moving back to India? Uh, I think that would be very helpful. Sure. Uh, there are two things when I talk to my other friends who are still living in US, there are two things um, which people like question themselves a lot about. The first thing is uh, how advanced is India and they just imagine that how India is, how Hyderabad is like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when they left the country, how it was. So the first thing is we were all very young and naive when we were left, when we left the country. We were like, what, 21, 22, 23. We were so young when we left for our masters and so So they haven't actually seen uh, the adult, as an adult, how India looks like. So they still think that weak they could be when they come back to the country, but no, that is not the case. And also uh, infrastructure-wise, uh, like you're taking every aspect. We have yeah. made a lot of, lot of progress that sometimes I feel like US is backward in some cases. In some cases. In some cases, definitely. Like I still have to use my card when I go out and all such cases. Uh, the life is life here is like far more comfortable than um, how it was 10 years, 15 years ago. So everything, I feel like, I feel I'm very pampered here and everything. So that was one thing people, you know, have that, uh, they, they're not seeing the right picture. Yeah. They're not seeing the right picture until they come and leave here. And also the fact that uh, people used to live in different colonies and all that. So that scenario, the housing scenario has changed a lot. We all are living in gated communities, apartments or villa communities, gated communities. The scene has like, it's, it's, it's never totally been. different. The housing in India, in Hyderabad is like a lot, lot better than what it was in US. We hardly had a swimming pool and a little play area in our uh, home in US. But now we have like lots of different amenities. And Actually, I, clubhouse. Yeah, <laughs> clubhouse and different communities. And yeah. the number of people my daughter gets to play with, interact with, that is all really beautiful. So that is something uh, many uh, many people don't know about mm -hmm. how it is going on yeah. here. Right. Uh, so that was the first thing that I wanted to talk about. And the second thing is about um, many, uh, especially women, um, they are, they are just scared to come back because they don't want to live with in-laws. Uh, they don't want to face the family complications. Or even societal backwardness. Yeah, societal backwardness, everything. Uh, that situation, that scenario has also changed a lot. Uh, there are like so many cafes. There are so many places. I see uh, women dressing up to their will. And um, like I have seen, like when I was young. Bat and I, yeah, they don't bat an eye. Everybody is... They at their own freedom yeah. and uh, it doesn't matter what's the gender people actually don't even stare stare or you know at, give at those other. yeah give those uh, weird yeah, looks no. uh, that is not happening anymore uh, I mean again it might depend on the place that you're going if you're going to a Chardonnay area it will be a very different thing yeah. but again there is like a very big city this city has like expanded so much and there are like so many places you'll be comfortable just being yourself um, and then the in-law situation also uh, I would give a word of encouragement. There's always a choice you can make. There are always boundaries that you can set. And also, I believe uh, I, this. This is this has happened to many uh, people that I have known. That people, since parents have, uh, you know, anyways, used to living alone, they're also not preferring to live as a joint family. They're like, you are a family, you are, and then we live <laughs> yeah. with ourselves. We meet on occasions, and then 
you know, we'll be happy. That might work out for your family situation also. Right. Think about it. Um, I mean, they would be happy to have you in the same city same somewhere city. one hour ago, right. sorry, one hour away, than what, like 8,000 miles, miles away. away right? so, like, <laughs> uh, I mean, we speak to a lot of parents here in our community whose kids are in US and they say, I, I would love to have them here. I but not in my house. They say, yeah, I would like I mean, to they have them not in my house. They're, they're okay, even if they don't live together. Yeah. They, they're yeah. just, they'll be happy to have them in and around. So we don't know how that is going to work. So just yeah. talk to your family, figure out. Yeah, there are options. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So then my my one, uh, so that was the history. And this is my version of yeah. To a lot of people because I use this thing for pretty much everybody and works out really well. So I want this to be heard by whoever watches it, even if it's 500 people. Um, when we went to USA, we <clears throat> moved to USA or UK, Australia. We moved to there uh, because we don't know about that country. If you are somebody who lived for more than 10 years or so, if you're moving to India, this is my advice. In your head, just think about it because it's completely different. Moving back to India versus move to India. Just think that you're moving to a new country, just that you're a citizen of that country. It changes a lot. It, it, it brings a lot of humility inside you. You would start seeing it as a brand new, until you become a local, right? It could take one, two, three years. But the way you would start uh, seeing it is you'll be preparing for a relocation, a move, but not a move back. The problem with move back is everybody starts painting that 10, 15 year old picture and probably change it a little bit with things that have changed, etc. But that's not it. I mean, you would be astonished to see how much of uh, change has happened. I mean, the India that you left 10, 15 years ago has moved on just like you. And you shouldn't be thinking about how India was. Leave all that nostalgia and just come back. Mm -hmm. I mean, sorry, just move to India with that kind of insight. And and just like that was land of opportunities, maybe do this as also as a land of opportunities. Come in that sense. That's one. And um, <clears throat> and the other aspect where it helps is uh, by by moving to India, you would you would give yourself a lot of time. You would not have any kind of uh, negative uh, expectations or uh, premature uh, assumptions. You would you'd just be free of all of it and start growing into the new India. And even the people who have been living here, yeah. they have moved on. They have grown into a new culture which you are not exposed to. You have no idea what right. kind of culture they are into. Whether it is the old age people or our parents or even our cousins or younger ones, they are into different cultures of their own which evolved over these 10, 15, 20 years. And you have no idea. You will get time. You have to take a lot of time to get it. So this India is completely different than what you just took it in. So that's my number one advice to anybody. Don't move back. Never move back to India. Move to India. Yeah, I think that's a great piece of advice, especially these are the, some of the common apprehensions, right? The family dynamics, uh, you know, in terms of society, uh, you know, how they perceive things uh, and also like how developed it is and how people has evolved. I mean, these are all the key things that people apprehend and it's good to hear from people who have been living here and, you know, sharing their opinions and sharing those thoughts. I think that would definitely be very helpful. Uh, now, moving on to the final segment, uh, you know, the rapid four, 
the first question is what's your favorite uh, indian food wrong question to hyderabad <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we, I think we'll have to skip biryani and uh, Halim for that. So we have to skip those two. So you want to go? Uh, no, I that would be yeah. I'm sorry, we cannot think beyond those two. For sure. Yes, that's great. I mean, that's famous for Hyderabad, so you can't miss that. Um, uh, what's the uh, the biggest surprise that you had after moving to India? Life in gated communities. Mm. I mean, we knew, we thought this is all going to be good and all, but we didn't know that this is going to be so much package that your life is, I mean, everything is so well curated for every day. So I thought, feel like the life is much, life has gotten like much easier. Yeah, I packed. everything like delivered to my doorstep. Yeah. And uh, like, it is like the community living is like really great. This morning, just this morning, I needed a printout and my printer is not working. I just had to leave a message in the WhatsApp group. There are five to six replies to it that I can help you. I can help you. That's the situation. That's the scenario with everything that you ask help for something. You ask for references. Absolutely. They are just right there. So yeah. uh, that is so welcoming. Yeah. That is so welcoming. Especially you don't know the area. You don't know who are good doctors, uh, which schools do I put my daughter in. All these kind of situations. Like even small, smallest thing like getting a printout for yeah. a big decision. This uh, community living is great. The networking is crazy good. Yeah. I would say created gated communities is in this order. Best for the kids, number one. For the kids, you cannot ask for more. Second is for our parents, whoever is in the old age, because they are enjoying. I mean, they they have a gang for themselves, WhatsApp groups yeah. for themselves. They, yeah. come around they go around the yeah. And finally, it's for us. So for our generation, I guess, then what makes it easy, right? Your kids are happy, your parents are happy, and you can just focus on your own life. And yeah. it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, you get your things get done. You can hire maids if you want to spend money. You can hire maids for everything, and just get it done. I feel like life is like so easier. I my mom lives on the other part of the city, and I need something. I just pay for the rapido, and it just comes to me in an hour or so. So okay, so that's that's part, another right? beautiful thing. Uh, yeah. All those app based delivery, delivery instant app. Yeah. yeah, like the services is just amazing. Amazing. And, uh, amazing. Uh, you know, what... You what... have to the foot out to get the things done. Correct. Like, yeah. like I mean, one of the days I was traveling to airport and I had the car keys with me. And she called me. Oh, the car keys with you. I stopped the car, the cab midway, hired a rapido, gave, <laughs> gave the keys and sent it back to home and I went to airport. I mean, and on the same day, he did not have cash to pay the cab driver and... Uh, and he just called me and he said, can you do a Google pay on this number? Somehow the internet isn't working here. And I like did it. So that was like this... one beautiful day that sums up no, how advanced we are. Too Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, all these options out of nowhere, when you have no plan yet, you can fix it in a minute. These are crazy situations. Something Absolutely. Unheard of in USA. Yeah. I, I had a friend who uh, went over Dubai. Okay. Oh, fine, fine. <laughs> No, no, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I just want to be mindful of like, you know, people like uh, listening to this. Sure, sure. uh, yeah. uh, and then the third question is uh, your favorite uh, travel destination in India? No. <laughs> uh, it has to be Goa. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Goa, we have traveled a lot to be honest. Yeah. So yeah. Goa is where we went to. And I think it's. We, it's we love there. But I think we are piling up a list and we have a toddler. So we're piling up a nice list. Maybe for another day. <laughs> so we That's don't right. have to do one yet. Yeah. And the last thing is uh, the best thing of uh, living in India. 
I mean, you have to pick. I know there are so many things that you have already. <laughs> that just need so to difficult pick. to pick. Yeah, like you think. The best thing of living in India, I think, living in India. <laughs> I mean, citizenship. Yeah. I mean, yes. anybody who understands what I what I just said, that's it. Citizenship. Belongingness. The belongingness, the citizenship, yeah. the fact that you are not an outsider. You're not reminded in any way that you're an outsider. There, there's nothing. I mean, one of the days we got a business opportunity, and next day we decided like, well, we go for it. We didn't think about H1B, none of it, right? So that that sense of freedom is just amazing. Right. Yeah, definitely. That's great. Yeah. I think uh, those are all the questions I have. Uh, once again, thank you very much uh, for taking the time and sharing your story. Uh, it's a uh, lot of details, a uh, lot of uh, you know valuable nuggets there. Uh, so thanks, thanks a lot, and uh, and wish you all the best. You know, with all the uh, next steps uh, in living in India, and uh, take care. Thank you, Avinash. Thank you for having us. Yes, and you are doing a great job. I think you should yeah. not stop this. Every video will be absolute gold. It doesn't matter how many people view it, but the number of people who view it it matters for every single person. We ran across one such video, which was not as curated as this, but it helped us a lot. It helped us with a lot of perception. And I'm really hopeful that whatever we spoke out of our own uh, candid responses, I hope it helps somebody out there. As, and we are happy to be even reached out to. We are available on all those uh, little WhatsApp groups. So always ready to help. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, I think it's not more than the views. It's the quality, right? I think even if it helped like one or two people, I think that, that just makes a difference. So I think the goal here is to people can relate to the stories and then they can see the similar path of somebody who might have gone through that uh, before. Uh, so with that, I mean, again, uh, we have uh, uh, a new episode every week. Uh, so stay tuned uh, and uh, thanks and take care. Keep doing that. Thanks, Avinash. Bye. Keep doing a good job. Bye. -bye.